Aloha, here is our May 11th, 2022 update. The April median sales price for single-family homes was $1,105,000, 19.1% higher than April 2021, and for condos was $510,000, 13.3% higher than April 2021. Lack of inventory continues to constrain the market with the number of single-family home sales dropping 2.7% compared to April 2021. Pending home sales dropping 18.7%, the number of condo sales rising 4.2%, and the pending condo sales dropping 8.8%. There is only 1.1 months of inventory for single-family homes and 1.5 months of inventory for condos. As always, you can visit our website and see the monthly statistics under that category. Mayor Rick Blangiardi signed currently the most restrictive short-term rental law in the country, Ordinance 22-6 on March 26, 2022. The new law raises the length of the minimum allowed lease term from 30 days to 3 months and prohibits all short-term rentals outside the resort-zoned areas of Waikiki, Ko'olina, Turtle Bay, and Makaha. Apartment-zoned areas close to these neighborhoods may receive approval for renting entire units and bed and breakfasts operations where the operator lives on the property. Vacation rentals must provide off-street parking in communities zoned rural, residential, or apartment use. Owners in Ko'olina Hillside Villas and Ko'olina Fairways must carefully check the new map showing where short-term rental activity is legal because it cuts off portions of the two new complexes. The law goes into effect October 23, 2022. The University of Hawaii Economic Research Organization, UHERO, published Measuring the Burden of Housing Regulation in Hawaii on April 14th and promised further research into how much Hawaii's regulatory environment contributes to Hawaii's high home prices. UHERO conducted a survey to apply the Wharton Index, a methodology of quantifying local regulations' impact on new housing production, to compare Hawaii's regulatory climate to other counties in the nations. Economists released the first Wharton Index in 2006, which only included Honolulu County, and the index completely omitted Hawaii in 2018. UHERO asked each county to complete the same survey used in the 2018 Wharton Index update to compare Hawaii's regulatory environment to other counties in the United States. The index 
has a mean of zero, meaning that a county with a positive value has more regulatory barriers to development than the average county, and a county with a negative value has fewer regulatory barriers. Hawaii County, the Big Island, had the highest barriers in the country, and all Hawaii counties fell into the top third of index values. The state of Hawaii had significantly higher housing regulatory burdens than any other state in the union. The study further breaks down the index with subcategories that highlight Hawaii's affordable housing requirements and permit approval delays as the main contributor to suppress development. The Wharton Index correlates with an 8% increase of home prices with every one-point index increase, implying that regulations add 8% to Oahu's home prices and roughly 20% to the Big Island home prices. You can watch a video about the study or read greater detail on a link on our website. Howard Hughes Corporation submitted a permit application for the 10th tower in the Ward Village Plan neighborhood. The Hawaii Community Development Agency will hold two public hearings this summer and have a decision-making hearing in August for the 330-unit residential mixed-use condominium project. The Board of Water Supply is encouraging residents to conserve water this spring and summer, arguing that the Red Hill shaft contamination has restricted available water capacity. Governor Ige has pushed to fix existing wells to boost capacity since 15% of the existing wells are down for repairs. Some argue that the Board of Water Supply is too slow to restore wells threatened by the Red Hill fuel tank leaks despite testing that shows the water is safe to use. The Halava shaft has taken out of service when testing confirmed jet fuel contamination in the Red Hill shaft, and it supplied 20% of the water to West Oahu. The state has approved the U.S. Navy's plan to install eight new Red Hill monitoring wells to see if fuel contamination is migrating beyond the original spill area. A fatal Waikiki shooting on March 19th and an attack on a U.S. veteran who saw combat action in Iraq and his girlfriend served as a reminder that Waikiki residents and tourists should take precautions. Waikiki neighborhood leaders are meeting once again with legislators and the Honolulu Police Department to increase walking patrols to stem the violence that previously flared up in 2018. A May 2nd article in the Honolulu Star Advertiser highlights the neighborhood's frustration with Oahu prosecutors. Prosecutors first downgraded the case from a third-degree assault to a misdemeanor and then dismissed the case without prejudice despite the violent assault on the veteran. Honolulu Police Department officers are becoming increasingly frustrated with the Oahu justice system quickly, releasing repeat offenders. 17% of all Oahu crimes were reported in Waikiki during one week in 2022, and over 100 violent crimes have taken place during the first three months of the year. 
Another member of the Kealoha crime ring has been found guilty. Jurors found Dr. Rudolph Puhana, the brother of former Honolulu Deputy Prosecutor Catherine Kealoha, guilty on 38 counts of distributing and dispensing oxycodone, one count of distributing fentanyl without a legitimate medical purpose, and conspiracy to distribute or dispense the drugs. He distributed close to 8,000 pills to friends and family. Puana, an anesthesiologist and pain doctor, falsified medical records, including drug tests that never happened, to distribute the pills that friends could then sell to pay for their children's private school and buy cocaine to use together. Puana was addicted to hydrocodone for many years, which he referred to as Skittles. The 59th Merry Monarch Festival was held over the weekend starting April 22nd in front of a limited crowd of the participants' family and long-standing supporters and sponsors of the event. The public was able to buy items at the festival's popular arts and crafts fair offering locally made aloha ware, woodwork, photography, jewelry, food, music, skin products, and official Merry Monarch merchandise. Windward Community College is offering graduating seniors of public and charter schools in Windward, Oahu, one year of free tuition worth up to $3,144 as part of its Ho'ole Tuition Award Program. You can find more information on our website. One feisty homeowner, a martial arts champion, has spent an estimated $200,000 to move large amounts of sand in front of its two oceanfront houses in a North Shore neighborhood that had a nearby home collapse onto the eroded beach in February without a permit and in defiance of the Department of Land and Natural Resources. The owner, who owns two houses on adjacent lots, with an estimated market value of $5 million. He publicly confronted the DLNR chairperson when she visited the property of the collapsed house in February, demanding options to protect his property. DLNR has written several letters to the owner citing violations, including the placement of large boulders, concrete pillars, and sandbags on the shoreline, but has not mentioned any planned enforcement action. DLNR did not respond to the Honolulu Star Advertiser reporter when asked about any future enforcement actions. Polo on Oahu has returned from its COVID-19 pandemic hiatus with a full season scheduled which started on April 17th. The Hawaii Polo Club was founded in 1963 on an oceanfront pitch by Fred and Murph Daly. Murph Daly attended this year's opening day at the age of 103. The club has attracted local, national, and international players and spectators for decades and expects to host teams from India, Chile, New Zealand later this summer. The Daly family helped build Hawaii tourism before jet travel and still owns the Equus Hotel in Waikiki, a horse-themed hotel that offers two complimentary tickets to polo matches during the season. Again, visit our website for more information. Kilauea Volcano has continuously erupted for the past one and a half months in the Halemaumau Crater, raising the depth of Lava Lake 325 feet since the current eruption started on September 29, 2021. Initially, the eruption paused temporarily for a few days here and there, 
scientists can't predict how long the eruption will last, but the volcano did previously erupt for decades in the 1800s. Kauai-based Koloa Rum Company announced its distribution of its products to Kansas, the 31st state in the company's U.S. distribution channel. The 13-year-old company has maintained steady growth even as local businesses shrunk during the pandemic by expanding sales in the U.S. and international locales like Australia, Canada, Europe, and Japan. The Hawaiian monk seal population has recently passed 1,500. Conservation efforts appear to be working for one of the most endangered species, and the number of Hawaiian monk seals will have to double before removing them from the list of endangered species. A high rate of pup deaths in the northwestern Hawaiian Islands is still a concern. Tim and Tracy visited Washington, D.C. from April 24th through April 27th to attend a wedding, visit family and friends, and take in the sights at the National Monument and Smithsonian Museums. Tim and Tracy learned a fun fact about Hawaii after visiting the Lincoln Memorial interior. Prior to entering, they had noticed the states were engraved at the top of the four exterior sides of the Lincoln Memorial and planned on finding Hawaii. As they circled the building, they overheard a guide speaking to a tour group of veterans from Indiana, explaining that Alaska and Hawaii are missing because the memorial was completed in 1922 and there was no more room for Alaska and Hawaii when they became states in 1959. What Tim and Tracy did not learn until they returned home was of a plaque on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial dedicated to the two states. Tim and Tracy also just returned from North Carolina to celebrate their daughter Ashley's graduation from University of North Carolina Master's Program and their son Mark's birthday and Mother's Day. They were joined by Tim's parents, Tracy's brother and his wife, and one of Tracy's cousin and his wife who live in North Carolina. Tim and Tracy are happy to be back home in Kailua after fun and eventful weekends. Thank you for listening to our May 2022 update.